Hi, welcome to the Pelvic Biz Podcast. Are you a pelvic health PT or OT struggling to start your own practice? This podcast helps pelvic health PTs and OTs get out of debt, gain the income they desire, be able to treat patients without insurance restraints, and learn how to create time freedom for yourself and your family. I'm your host, Dr. Kelly Alhui, founder of Orthopelvic Physical Therapy, Pelvic Health Business Grower, and Pelvi Biz. Over the last two years, I went from a solo entrepreneur to a seven-person team and counting. I'm here to help provide a clear path to grow your pelvic health business as fast as possible so that you can gain the time freedom, decrease debt, increase income, and live the life that you desire. Before we get started today, make sure you click the link in our bio to grab your ticket for Pelvi Biz. Now let's get into today's episode. Hi guys, welcome to Pelvi Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Alhui. Today I have a very special guest, Amanda. She is one of my mastermind students and I'm so happy to have her on. Um, Amanda, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are. Thanks for having me. I really, really appreciate it. So my name is Dr. Amanda Thompson, um, and I am a physical therapist. Yay. Um, I am originally from Houston, Texas, or near Houston. And then I met my husband in college. So I went to Texas A&M. And I live an hour northwest of the DFW Fort Worth area. My husband and I are farmers and ranchers. It's hard to find those people these days. But I have been in the pelvic health world for like eight years. I, I graduated from PT school 10 years ago, but I've been in this area of Northwest of DFW since 2007. So I've slowly made my transition from 04 to 07 from a big city to rural life. I've been practicing, like I said, for 10 years and I actually started in a rural hospital in Bowie, at the Bowie Hospital, which is even further north. Um, if you look on the maps, it's between Fort Worth and Wichita Falls. And I was getting into the world of public health early on in my career just because it was an area that was weird for people to treat. And I had a lot of new grads working for me. I quickly became the director of where I was at. And then lo and behold, I'm nine months pregnant and my hospital shuts down. The hospital literally shut down. Um, I, I ended up delivering a week later, which was three weeks early. That's shocking because I had to discharge 150 people. But I ended up starting to work at another company called uh, well, Wise Health System or Fit and Wise, which is in the town south of where I'm at. And I started working there full time right after I had my, my son and the pelvic health world really kind of kicked in from there. So I've been practicing for 10 years, public health mostly for the last eight. And um, I just I love what I do. That's awesome. And, and let me ask you this, Amanda, this is a big question that we get a lot is being in that smaller town, people are always telling us or people are always telling me, I guess, like Kelly, there's no way I can start a pelvic health practice in a small town. It's never going to make it. What would you say to those people? I would say, first of all, that was my, literally my biggest limiting factor 
was that I'm in a rural town. It's, I'd say the majority of my town is Medicare, Medicaid, a lot of government insurance, lower income than if you go a little bit further into the city. Um, when I say I drive 45 minutes to work, it's 45 minutes of uh, highway, not, not um, commuting travel, travel uh, traffic or anything like that. So it is 100% possible there are people out here that are seeking help that actually don't seek help in the traditional model because in in since I've started my own practice it's mostly for two reasons they don't have time for it um, and most of them are actually either self-employed themselves or they have really high deductibles insurance because they're young and they they have small children, their husbands may or may not work, they may or may not work. And you would be really surprised, or I was really surprised about the amount of people that reached out to me that are, are not in the traditional model. Another thing is the traditional model, the insurance just tells us what to do, how many times to see the patient. Then you'll spend extra hours doing paperwork to prove to these insurance companies that these patients need to be seen. You know, um, if somebody comes in with pelvic floor dysfunction, but that this morning I had a girl who I've been treating for pelvic floor for a while. Today she walked in. I laid her on the, my table back here and she was so dizzy. She could not lay down. Hmm. She tried to lay down, sat up. And in an insurance world, I would have to have a new prescription from a provider. And in Texas, you have to have a, another prescription. Well, our hospital required a, a prescription in Texas. You can have, you can treat for 10 business days with that one. So what did I do today? I treated her dizziness. I got her out of dizziness and gave her homework. And so it was 110% opposite of what we typically do, but in an insurance model that typically wouldn't have been able to, to happen. So yeah. rural area is an underserved area to begin with. It's very hard for me to find staffing. Most of these people that are wanting to work out here are from this area. It's hard to find people to move out to a rural area, but the patients are there. They are there and they are desperate for care. hundred percent. I mean, I love this. I think this so debunks the belief of no one's going to come see me. And, it, and I actually love that you pointed out, Amanda, that the patients, you're right, they don't actually maybe want to go that traditional route. And plus, if they do, they may have to drive two hours, three hours into the city. And so just by you being there, you're saving them so much time. And that time is worth so much more. And they're like, hey, mm -hmm. whatever you want me to pay you, I'll pay you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the other that's thing awesome. is, is, um, you know, January 1st just happened. So we're recording this early January, everybody's deductibles and out of pockets just started over. And I had a girl, um, I treated her once. She had a surgery, treated her yesterday. She actually messaged me yesterday and said that she went to a lymphedema specialist that is wanting to see her for three days a week because of some lymphedema going on. And I don't have a lot of training, but I have some. And she, her insurance is a $3,000 deductible. That's pretty standard. Um, the Because it's a hospital-based outpatient facility, her charge is $900 per visit, and they want her to be seen three days a week for four weeks at least. Look at that, guys. Look at that. She will be paying and more. Let's just point this out for a second. She will be paying more to have wor worse, it's not even a word, but worse care, okay? And, and it's, but it's in network. So this is the stuff that we really should be pointing out to the patient that you're going to spend 
more time with her. You're going to give her better care. And mm-hmm. let me point out one more thing, Amanda, that you said. Guys, listen to what she said. She said, I don't have, I'm not the best at this, but I at least know something. And I think that's so, so important because so many other pelvic health PTs mm-hmm. or OTs or PTAs, you know what they would have done? Well, I'm not officially certified, so I don't think mm-hmm. I can help this person, right? But for you, the mindset is, you know what? I have some training or and or I can look it up and I'm going to help this person because I know she's better off with me than being stuck in this hospital system, correct? For sure, for sure. And that that's like so amazing that you can just be like, you know what? I'm going to just do whatever and help this person no matter what their issue is. And I think the biggest takeaway here too is, Guys, you could have one Herman and Wallace class. You could have one small lymphedema class. You can learn lymphedema from someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but as long as you're willing to try and just listen to the patient and be mm-hmm. able to understand what truly their needs are, that's actually the best con head course that you can have is your listening skills, because that's going to get you a lot further than some, you know, con ed course. For sure. So that's awesome. I mean, I, I applaud you for that. So that, that that's great that you're just saying, you know what, I'm going to try this. And, and hopefully is she coming to you now? Like did is she? Yes. Yeah, so yesterday when she messaged me what they said, I've only seen her, I saw her once last week and I saw her this week and then she was going the same day to them for an eval. And then she had to follow up the next day because they didn't actually do the lymphedema stuff because they just did the eval. Hmm. And in my eval, I was able to get her in a lot less pain. Mm. And then in one session with me doing some pelvic floor work, she was able to decrease her pain from the time she walked in until the time she left. So she's willing to come see me once a week. And I told her, you know, I can get you out of pain in four weeks and I can't necessarily get rid of some of this lymph lymph stuff that's going on, but I'll do my best. Um, I think another cool thing to point out is um, someone told me a long time ago, and I I tell this to other PTs and students, the pelvic health world, PT world is really small. PT, OT, therapy world is small, but the pelvic health world is extremely small. But what's so much more powerful, maybe it's because I'm in it, so I'm a little biased, but the pelvic health world, we are all about helping each other. So if I reached out to other pelvic floor therapists or just posted on my Instagram story, hey guys, I have a patient, they are needing this, this, and this. I can guarantee you I'll at least have five or six people message me personally and be like, I will teach you how to do that. Let's set up a Zoom meeting. We are all about helping each other because the more we help each other, the more we're impacting other people in our own communities. 100%. It's all about freaking community and building up the community. I love that. And if people are not building community in 2023, they are really losing out. I mean, even Mm -hmm. just in our mastermind, you and Jennifer are collaborating mm-hmm. on um, a Pete's collab, right? Yes. And so yes. can you tell them that both of you guys are, you know, doing this together and you're going to promote it out and the we're, we're just helping each other. Like you're going to both be uplifting. They live in two separate states yep. and they're just going to be helping their populations and cross collaborating to get the word out that we can even help Pete's. How cool is that? Yes. Yes. I've been treating um, all kinds of public floor, but pediatrics, Anything from developmental delay, I'm in the middle of nowhere. So I treat literally everything. And I have been treating public floor, pediatric incontinence, constipation, bedwetting, 
of all ages. So I see babies that are constipated, but all the way up and just trying to normalize that conversation as well. So she had someone approach her and in the mastermind group, she was like, does anybody treat peds? So we're going to do an Instagram live and we're going to try to record it and send it out because it's going to be touching on all the basics that I honestly feel like every human needs to know. Some of the stuff is going to be geared towards pelvic floor providers that can then take some of this information if they're interested and kind of dive into that world. But a mom or grandmother or aunt that hopefully is listening to anything that we're talking about will be able to take some of that information and implement it immediately and see if it's beneficial. If it's not, then we're going to try to get the tools out there so that more people are are helped with this conversation for sure. Phenomenal. And she's in Alabama and I'm in Texas and, um, We are just trying to collaborate in all the ways. Guys, this is, we're talking about growing your practice. This is what's going to grow your practice is collaboration. I've been Mm -hmm. telling, I've been saying this for a long, long time. This is what grew orthopelvic is collaborate, 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 collaborate with your community, collaborate with your peers. And if together we can actually bring awareness to pelvic floor and bring awareness to actually how many things that we can help. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about what Amanda just said. She helps peds. She helps lymphedema. She helps pelvic floor. She does orthopedics. She is mm-hmm. in a small town. And that actually is another positive about being in a small town. Why you should actually start your practice is because you could be the go-to and treat all these different conditions if you wanted to. So sure. collaboration is so um, is so key. And you hopefully anyone that's listening to this podcast, start thinking and making a list of who you can connect with that someone that is in your field, someone that isn't in your field, someone that you're like, mm-hmm. hey, I really look up to this person or like who else can you bring in your world to cross promote? Mm-hmm. It's it's so big. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. So Amanda, let me ask you this. Okay. Over the last year, um, what has helped you most in your growth that you've had? I mean, maybe you can kind of give the people, you know, what, you know, tell them actually when you started your practice, I think that mm-hmm. would be good. And then kind of, you know, the path you've been Go on from there. Yeah. So my business, I was working in the hospital system and actually I'm coming up to the anniversary of my last day. Wow. So mid January, 2022, mm-hmm. I was my last day and I wow. actually thought I'd be there forever. And I opened practice February 1st of 2022 Within one month, I was able to reproduce my income that I was making at the hospital. And the first week we were open, uh, there was a snowstorm in Texas. And I know everybody makes fun of people having snowstorms in Texas. I'm in North Texas, so we do get snow, but it's not snow, y'all. It's ice. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's ice. Plus, yeah, it's ice. So we were shut down for a few days because although I have four wheel drive and I can get places, schools were closed. Most businesses were closed. So to say that at the end of February, 2022, I was still making the income I was making at the hospital, um, is, is impactful. And I was working at least half the hours that I was working at the hospital, having two small kids. I was still having to try, try to be at work at seven, never at work at seven. (laughs) All my 7am patients knew I'd be rolling in at seven 15. 
Sorry, everybody. Um, <laughs> it's and okay. Then I would I would have to I would have to leave work because daycare closed at a certain time, and so I COVID COVID burnt me out. I was working too many hours in too many departments, too many jobs. Um, not to serve. It wasn't to survive. The hospital was in survival mode. And so everybody that wasn't salaried was furloughed or put on part time. And so my kids know no different for COVID than anything else, because we were still in, in go mode. We were seeing patients. I was doing inpatient rehab, acute care. I was doing all of the things. And when things started opening back up and Texas was one of the things that opened back up first, (laughs) Um, we don't follow the rules of anything, but, um, we, I was so burnt out and exhausted and there was still the go factor. There was no let up. They were still micromanaging and I couldn't treat my pelvic health patients like I needed to. And I was seeing, and all my patients can tell you, I was still seeing three to four patients an hour. Um, at the same time, I was trying my best to get some individual one-on-one time but it's not long enough. I was not able to like dive into them. So I'll tell you two things that happened. I took a course in December of 2020. So in Colorado, so it was still peak-ish COVID um, by Lynn Schultze from the Institute for Birth Healing. And I did her track. Um, I, I That was my last course to get certified. And that last course was life-changing for me. It opened awesome. up a lot of doors that prior to that, all my limiting beliefs of like self-worth and I, I just have to keep going and follow this path because that's what the path is supposed to be. Um, I took that course that opened my world, but my limiting factors were still, I work in a hospital. I can't do this. I work in this place. My boss is this. And it was nothing individual that anybody ever did or said that kept me from doing it. It's the hierarchy of a hospital system that you can't grow this type of practice. So then I, I don't, I don't typically do things. I'm a very reactive person. So a course popped up during COVID that was half off. And I thought I was joining this coursework for nutrition. I joined Jessica Drummond's health coaching certification. So women's health, health coaching certification. And I thought, that that program was going to give me the nutritional value of the things that I also needed to implement with a lot of my patients. And I was going in it for the nutrition. Little did I know (laughs) that during that, that, that program, you coach, you have coaching calls with groups of people. And during those coaching calls, you're coaching each other. So after you have to do one, then you do the next. Well, there was a girl that was in the group that we were in the same course twice. So we were and we somehow got connected together. She lives in the UK. Um, There was a couple other people that I was I was that were pretty impactful. But during that, you coach each other on real life things. So that course during that process was when I had my like, oh, crap moment of I'm in a position where I'll never be able to grow. I won't ever be able to do what I'm supposed to do. And I sat on that for about Mm. six more months, Mm. knowing that I had all this impact in my brain, all this knowledge in my brain, and I really couldn't do anything about it because there wasn't a setup for it. Wow. So my best friend is a CPA 
and financial counselor locally. Um, her name is Taryn. And she's been my cheerleader. She was actually the person that just like pushed me off the edge and told me you have to do it on your own. You're never going to be happy unless you do it on your own. You're never going to get your time back unless you do it on your own. So I opened February 1st and with her help, her guidance on the financial financial aspect of it, I was able to grow my practice to a point where I needed more space. So I actually moved locations within a year, which seems insane. <laughs> so October 1st, I moved into my current location. Um, and from the, I went to Pelvi Biz in October in Tampa. And just by adding a few tweaks and tools of the Pelvi Biz conference, I was able to double my numbers from before October to October. There's still a lot of systems in place that I'm working on. There's a lot of goals that I have, but in general, I was able to become from par to above par. And right now I am booked out almost to the end of January with wow. no lunch breaks, working longer hours than I want to. So right now I'm hiring, I'm hiring. Um, I don't know when this will be broadcast, so I'm not going to mention who it is. Okay. <laughs> but when I share it, I will hopefully be able to tag who who I'm hiring. Great. Um, so when, yeah, when I first started with Pelvi Biz, it was just a kind of a, like, a, I, I need the systems. I need somebody directing me because I have all this like brain power and I can't focus. I, I need somebody to help me focus. So that's really why I got into it. I feel like our personalities clicked really well. And just the accountability and the uh, uh, quickness that you respond to some of our emergency calls is, is really good. <laughs> but that's my long story in a nutshell. So I did not think where I was at a year ago when I quit my job. I quit my job. One of the other triggers was my oldest son started kindergarten. If you have kids in school, you realize that no longer does daycare let you drop off whenever you want and pick up whenever you want. Um, school holidays are a brand new thing for my life. Teacher work days are a brand new thing in my life. Parties, kindergarten parties were out of control. Um, field trips, I missed a field trip in the fall. It was my trigger that I worked so hard to get where I'm at and I'm missing all that family time. And so now, and all my most of my patients are moms. Yep. And so they understand or parents of some kind or grandparents. So everybody understands. So I jumped ship. My last day was January, mid-January of 2022. And I'm almost a year into starting my business. And I've moved locations to a bigger space. I already need more space. And I'm hiring. So I'm in a rural area, in a in a a growing rural area, but I'm it we farm and ranch. We have cattle. You'll see Instagram posts of my cows and I live in the middle of nowhere. It's great. Guys, I mean, if this is in freaking inspiring within I'm I'm serious. Within one freaking year in a small town, guys, and she was able to replace her income within one month. And not only that, was able to move locations two times, and she even needs more space right now. Okay. She hired in less than a year. Okay. And she's able to treat the patient she the way she wants. And she has a wait list for, mm -hmm. you know, a month or so. If there's not a need in these small towns that you guys keep telling me that there's not a need, all of this not going to happen, she's proof. 
Amanda should be your inspiration. She's 100% proof that it can happen. And this, to me, I, I mean, I know Amanda fairly well. This is only the beginning. Like, just watch. Just wait. <laughs> just We're going to do this podcast in a, in a year and just wait. I cannot wait to have her back on next year and maybe even in six months from now and give you guys the update. No joke, because... You guys better watch her. You better follow her. Um, I'm not kidding. And she'll put her, you know, stuff down below, but, um, and we'll tell you it, but I, I'm just telling you, you just better go follow her and watch out because um, she's doing amazing things just for the pelvic health world, for her community, um, just together, inspiring other pelvic health therapists. And, um, you know, I don't know, I just couldn't be uh, more proud of you of what you've done and you know where you're headed and it's just it's just awesome to see so you Thank know you. yeah okay can you can you tell people um where they can find you amanda and like your website your instagram can you give them all all the details so my business is called rooted physical therapy llc so my my website is www.rooted physicaltherapyllc.com. And then my Instagram right now is uh, Dr. Dr. Underscore Amanda Thompson underscore PT. The reason for underscores is I'm not as hopefully I'm older than you would think. And I didn't know when I made my Instagram that if you made a space, it makes an underscore. So there's that. Um, <laughs> okay. I had a student one time tell me that I was hashtag before electricity because I didn't know what the hashtags meant back then, but I do now. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I can relate. I mean, some of us are not good at technology, so we can relate. Yeah. Um, I have a YouTube channel. It's my name, Dr. Amanda Thompson PT. My TikTok is Dr. Amanda Thompson PT. Um, and my, my Facebook is rooted physical therapy. So, and I'll tag all of that on here. The, and I'm so for now, my Dr. Amanda Thompson PT is staying, but I'm honestly trying to switch to rebranding my business instead of myself, my employees that I plan to bring on. I don't want people to think that they're scheduling with somebody that's not uh, Dr. Amanda. Right. Oh my gosh, I'm scheduled with so and so. I'm not scheduled with Dr. Amanda. They will get the same care because I'm picking and choosing who I'm hiring for who they are and what I will be training them on yep. with the help of your training. And then my personal training, yep. these people will be copy paste and better. They will be able to provide different things than I'm currently able to provide. And it's truly going to be uh, a really good, impactful thing for this community. So no, that's I don't awesome. know what that name is going to be. That's okay. You, Dr. You Amanda Thompson PT is the Instagram, my TikTok, and my uh, my YouTube channel. And uh, my website is rootedphysicaltherapyllc.com. Great. And I, you know, I want to say one more thing on that for um, branding purposes. I do think that's great, Amanda, that you're thinking, you know, outside of you and, you know, taking away the ego sometimes because mm -hmm. people think, oh, I have to name everything about me. And that's just kind of sometimes egoy, but not that you, you know, you didn't purposely do that. Yeah. That's just what it is. But um, growing outside of you and not being afraid to grow beyond you. A lot of people are afraid of that and um, rebranding to whatever the name will become. It will be amazing so that people know that this brand is top notch. And that's what you guys strive for. And um, I have no doubt that whoever you hire 
is going to be, you know, top notch and really be able to, you know, impact the community. For sure. So that's awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on, guys. I will put all of her information below. So make sure you go like, follow, subscribe to Amanda, and we'll talk soon. Thank you. If you are ready to change your life, click the link in the show notes to get your ticket to Pelvi Biz. Let's go.